of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Oh, I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Thank you very much for being here, Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. A lot going on to get to today. Some really surprising stuff. Some people, I think, will be absolutely shocked. Well, let's start here. Uh, the president kicked off his re-election campaign, basically, yeah. uh, on Friday, David. Well, and if you had your bingo card, I mean, I, I think a lot of people had the entire thing wiped out. Because, you know, you got your Hitler references, you got your fascism, You've got your, he's racist, he's to blame for all that's bad in the world, Donald Trump is. I mean, it was pretty much what we expected going in. And a lot of lies from Joe Biden about uh, Donald Trump. Uh, so he's given this big speech on Friday. They had to move the venues because, well, it's a little chilly out. And, yeah, they had some weather issues going on. They, they were supposed to do it at Valley Forge, but they had to move it. Um because patriotism or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. So Joe Biden's given this big speech the day before the third anniversary of January 6, 2021. <laughs> yeah. And he warned, you know, Trump, he's going to be a dictator. Okay. You know, with former aides, Trump plans to invoke the Insurrections Act, Insurrection Act, which will allow him to deploy, which is not allowed to do in ordinary circumstances, allow him to deploy U.S. military forces on the streets of America. What? What was the... I missed something. Deploy was not allowed to do in ordinary circumstances. Allow him to deploy... It was servicic? It was... I, in a servicic? I, I had to listen to this several times, which he was not allowed to do under ordinary circumstances, is what, That's what that Joe was? Biden tried to say, yeah. Oh, I want to hear that again. <laughs> to allow him to deploy... was not allowed to do in ordinary circumstances. Allow him to deploy... Yeah, there you go. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. Insurrection. Dictators, bad Jeez. news. It's all terrible. Golly. That's what it is. That's the whole campaign. Anybody it's fear, and it's not going to be on Biden's accomplishments. Right. Well, no, you've got nothing to run on. You got nothing. You know, but are the weirdos? I mean, you're just you're just appealing to the same weirdos that are going to vote for you anyway, right? Does anybody believe that? That's like on the on the fence here. Well, I think that's the whole appeal to independents and that's suburban it, huh? women. And you just, you got to stay away from Trump. I might not be, you know, anybody's greatest president, but please, it could be way worse. But there was something else that happened over the weekend. And that was Tucker Carlson had an interview with Clay Higgins, representative from Louisiana, mm -hmm. who's been part of the Republicans that have been doing a whole lot of investigating on what happened on January 6th. And was the FBI involved at all? If you remember, it was about a year ago that Higgins asked FBI Director Christopher Wray you know, about that. Did the FBI have confidential human sources embedded 
within the January 6th protesters. If you remember Ray. Well, Congressman, you know, as I'm sure you can appreciate, I have to be very careful about what I can say about when. <laughs> even our, now, because that's what you not, told us two I years finish? ago. May I finish? Uh, about when we do and do not, and where we have and have not used confidential human sources. Uh, but to the extent that there's a suggestion, for example, that the FBI's confidential human sources or FBI employees mm. in some way instigated or orchestrated January 6th, that's categorically false. Did you have confidential human sources dressed as Trump supporters inside the Capitol on January the 6th inside prior the to the doors being opened? Again, I had to be very careful. It should be a no. Can <laughs> yeah. you not tell the American people no? We did not have confidential human sources dressed as Trump supporters positioned inside the Capitol. Gentlemen's time has expired. You should not read. Oh, it's expired. Yeah. Yeah. And you will have more time. So with this interview that Higgins did with Tucker Carlson, one of the things he mentioned is he already knew the answer to the question when he asked Ray because they already had the evidence at the time. Uh, when I asked him, Christopher Ray that, that question, for instance, I said, and I already knew the answer. I had reviewed compelling evidence that the that FBI had assets, human assets, dressed as Trump supporters, inside the Capitol prior to the doors being opened and the masses allowed in. Uh, so I, I knew that the FBI was deeply involved. I'd seen evidence even at that time. With uh, that the FBI had embedded themselves into various groups online across the country of Americans who were essentially uh, voicing their their concerns and airing their grievances with each other about COVID oppression. This started months ahead of time, where the FBI infiltrated into all these different groups and kept throwing out suggestions like how far to take this on January 6th, because they were looking to see, okay, who could we get to actually do something here? I mean, it, it sure sounds like entrapment in a number of different ways. Um, but as far as the evidence, I'll just let you hear this piece. Larger terms, you just said that elements within the federal government, I assume law enforcement, intel, and military, and I'm using your words, lured... Americans to Washington into what you called a trap. Yes, sir. So that would, I mean, that's a shocking, <laughs> and I assume that's a, that's a sober conclusion based on the evidence. That's what you're saying. So, and as I'm watching this, I'm like, that is shocking. Holy smokes, yes. man. That would be my sober assessment as an investigator. And I'm, you know, I'm quite a, I love my country and, and I've, I've always, been a staunch defender of the thin blue line. And I, I would proudly count the FBI amongst that number. It's like brothers to me. So to find that level of uh, of conspiratorial corruption at the highest levels of the FBI uh, has been very troubling to me as a man, as a cop. And and yet, you know, you follow the evidence wherever it leads. And yes, this is what investigators do. So. Yeah. We'll get into more of this a little bit Holy later. Smokes, it's wild, man. man. All the evidence that well, I mean, they it's have something that's going to come out. We've all thought, right? You know, as I'm watching this and I'm talking to my wife, I said, you remember all this. The day it happened, we're sitting there on the air going, it's almost like they want people to go in there. Right. They're holding the doors open. This, it seems crazy. 
The National Guard was supposed to be there. They didn't want him there. Why? It doesn't make any sense. And, it would, and now it as been, more details right. are coming out, it all makes sense. Would have been easy for Christopher Ray just to say, well, no, there wasn't. And he was right about that. Just simply say, of course not. He couldn't say I that. Guess that. No, he couldn't say that. He couldn't. Then he holds the ball and runs the clock out. Yep. That's basically what's going on. But more of that wild, man, that we'll get to a little bit Jeez. later. Um, some protesting over the weekend, David. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't consider it protesting. I think it's obviously an act of terrorism when you're holding up a major interstate in, an, in a major American city. I-5 in Seattle was blocked for hours by pro-Hamas demonstrators. Uh, it started around 1 o'clock on the northbound side of the interstate. Traffic was backed up for more than six miles. I mean, it was a complete and utter mess. Seattle police, as the reports go, issued two dispersal orders. The first one was ignored. What are you going to do about it? Uh, the second was not immediately followed until more than half an hour later because, well, rain turned into hail and then there was lightning and the protesters just sort of wandered off. But they left a bunch <laughs> of uh, cars in the road, which had to be towed away, adding to the traffic snarls. Oh, my God. This is terrorism, plain and simple. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm sick to my stomach that law enforcement isn't able to just handle these people the way they need to be handled. Get them the hell off of the road. 100%. Uh, 100%. One of the protesters talked to Como News. The reporter said, hey, what do you think about the people who were, you know, trapped based on your actions today? Hmm. What do you say to people that are just everyday Seattleites trying to get somewhere that are upset you're causing this disruption? So we hear you, and, and we apologize for the inconvenience. I'm sure that um, the goal and the target is not commuters, is not average people trying to get from A to B. So we invite those people to examine the complicity of the U.S. government that we live in, in the genocide that's going on in Gaza. We invite it's them to genocide. look at what is actually happening. Just stop it. Yeah, no. You're just a useful idiot. You're too dumb to realize it. But you're causing problems for everyone else. I'm telling you, man, this is going to break bad at some point. It already has. It's going to get worse. Somebody's gonna. They need to get. They need a paycheck. They need to get to work. Oh and, yeah. And these knuckleheads are stopping them from getting there, from earning a living, and they're gonna lose it. They're gonna lose it hard. Well, you remember the story? Was that a month ago? And where was that? South America? Where was it? Oh, it was in Panama. Remember. Yeah, it's Panama. Yeah, yeah. The guy had had enough. Yeah, and he shot. He shot a couple people. He did. Yeah. This is gonna happen. Are they gonna use their car and just drive through it? Yeah, I don't understand. It, wasn't someone saying, David, there was nothing that could be done? Pretty much, yeah. Uh, Trooper Rick Johnson told Como News, uh, I will address why it took so long to move in. With the number of protesters, we did not have the resources to address this and called in numerous troopers to safely deal with the situation. That, of course, took some time to get everyone uh, to the scene. But you're talking about, what, like four hours or something like that? Yeah. And I just remember during the mostly peaceful riots of uh, 2020, uh, there were some roadways shut down around the country, but in Dallas, Texas, when a group of people tried to shut down an interstate, cops were there, and they dragged them the hell out of the road. Yep. Yeah, you can do that. You just make them go. Or you say, listen, we're giving you 10 minutes to clear. Everything's opening up. We're rolling. Okay, you got 10 minutes. If not, cars are rolling through. That's what you'd like to see. I don't know if we'll see it anytime soon. It depends on the area, I suppose. Um, other things out there. Oh, uh, someone made a joke last night at the Golden Globes about Taylor Swift. She wasn't having it. I yeah. saw that. 
And she just get, kind of gave a little scowl there. Oh, she was mad. What was it? What was the big joke? Welcome back. And as you know, we came on after a football doubleheader. Uh, the big difference between the Golden Globes and the NFL on the Golden Globes. We have fewer camera shots of Taylor Swift. I swear. There's just more to go to. Here. She wasn't having it. Sorry about that. Is that that bad? No. I mean, you can't just smile at that one. Ah, okay, whatever. Yeah, they showed me a lot on the football games. Yeah, right. No, it was like a little scowl, and I'll take a sip of my drink. Bit. I'm Taylor Swift. I'm not to be messed with. I wonder if Kelsey wasn't there. I'm glad he wasn't. He'd have jumped up out there and pulled a Will Smith. Right. That would have made it worth watching. Did you watch one minute of that show? Not, not a minute. Not David? one minute. <laughs> no. No. Saw yeah. some clips this morning. Yeah, 0 for 3 here. Oh. Yeah, for I don't know how many years. Uh, as a matter of fact, I it was like kryptonite to me. If it came on and I just viewed it, I would become weaker. <laughs> so I, I, had, I had to make sure I didn't even get a glance at it. And that's something, yeah, man, because right. you watch Bachelor and Golden Bachelor and yeah, the I Wedding and all those that. shows, but I can't watch that nonsense. There's something we got to get to later on. Did you Have you heard about this New York Times opinion piece that's trying to convince people that Taylor Swift is gay? I did see this. What is that about? I mean, like, all these different theories and the colors she uses Please. in her hair, and it's all, like, as a smoke signal to lesbians to say, I'm one of you. It's okay. insane. All right. Yeah, we'll get to that later. Oh, we also got to get to the Secretary of Defense. He was in the ICU, and no one knew? What is that? Coming up right here. My doctor told me my blood pressure is borderline. I figured I could worry about it or do something about it. So I took control with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. It works safely and naturally to help maintain healthy blood pressure with a custom blend of garlic, vitamins, and minerals. And it's odor-free. I'm taking charge with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural reference is only the garlic in the product. Use as directed. Jackson Hewitt has a plan to get your tax refund fast with a buck buck here, a buck buck there, here a buck, there a buck, everywhere a buck buck. You don't have to wait weeks for your tax refund. Get money sooner with a no fee refund advance loan at Jackson Hewitt. On this loan, there's a money today guarantee. E-I-E-I-D-O. Settle for chicken feed. Get fast bucks at Jackson Hewitt today. No fee refund advance loans by Republic Bank offer to eligible clients. Money today guarantee if approved for a loan on a prepaid card. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. Imagine getting ahead of your irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBS-C by treating it with Linzess. Then you could start proactively managing your constipation with belly pain and get ahead of your symptoms. Talk to your doctor about Linzess, linaclotide. Linzess is a prescription medicine that treats IBS-C in adults. It's not a laxative. It's a once-daily pill that helps you get ahead of your symptoms. It's proven to help you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than two. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Imagine what could relief from IBSC mean for you. Talk to your doctor and say yes to Linzess. Learn more at Linzess.com or call 1-800-L-I-N-Z-E-S-S. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. 
I'm Jamie Markley, the Gen Xer, David Van Camp, the Millennial, the Sexy Boomer, Scott Robbins. Okay, so the te- the Secretary of Defense, it sounded like Biden there, Lloyd Austin, <laughs> he's in the ICU. He's out for days no one knows. Yeah, he he was in the ICU for four days, and the White House didn't know about it until three days in. He was admitted to the hospital Monday night, last Monday night, for uh, complications following a recent elective medical procedure. Not sure what that medical yeah, procedure that, was. That's a weird thing, too. That I mean, I mean, if if they would have put that out day one, saying, "Look, he's going to be gone for a few days. There's some elective surgery. We'll keep it private." But anyway, in this case, we'll update you as we move along. But but to have these people caught flat-footed, well. Not only that, the president doesn't know. Well, you yeah. think about everything going on in the world, and and none of the people that are actually running the country knew. Yeah, right. You you got you got terrorist organizations, Iran cutouts, and whatnot dropping bombs, and the Secretary of Defense was just in the hospital, and no one knew about it. Now the job responsibilities were transferred to the Deputy Defense Secretary Kathleen Hicks is her name, but she was on vacation in Puerto Rico. Yes, golly. Oh, you're in charge. I know you're on vacation out of the country. No, there's nothing going on around the world. It's fine. And and Joe Biden wasn't able to talk to Lloyd Austin until Saturday. The White House says, oh, he's not going to get fired. Hey, we got complete confidence in Lloyd Austin. It is so strange. This is like a prank. Right. Like prank, prank, prank TV, right? Well, in, in the statement that Austin gave, he said, I could have done a better job ensuring the public was appropriately informed. I commit to doing better. But this is important to say. This was my medical procedure, and I take full responsibility for my decisions about disclosure. No one said it wasn't your right. procedure. What is that supposed to mean? What do you take out of I, that? I guess it's it's nobody else's fault but mine. Yeah, but if you're going to have surgery, I mean, no matter where you are, don't you let your superior know? Well, I, I just flash back to uh, a day, and when was that? August of 2015. I'm the program director of a radio station. I get a call at 4 in the morning from the morning show host saying that, well, the afternoon show host at the time, Scott Robbins, was in the hospital because he'd had a heart attack. Oh, yeah. And it was all hands on deck. It was like <laughs> right. everybody's like, okay, what are we doing? What are we going to plan? Right. Okay, I'm on, I'm on the phone with, with Jamie. I'm on the phone with our direct boss, our corporate bosses, trying to figure out what we're going to do. Yeah. And that, that's just a stupid radio show. Right. Not, not the freaking Pentagon. Well, that was Robinson Markley. I don't know if I'd call it stupid. I mean, right. That's, that's, well, that's hurtful, David. <laughs> but anyway, yes, okay, to yeah. your point. Yes. Well, the other part, maybe this is wrong, but I thought, okay, does Austin have a beef with Biden because Biden can never remember his name? Maybe it's just like, you don't even know who I am. You can't say my right. name, so why should I tell you when I have surgery? Right, exactly. Because if you remember... A couple. Of, it wasn't just once either. I just want to thank you both, and I want to thank the the, the uh, former general. I keep calling him general, but my my uh, what's his name? The guy who runs that outfit over there. Yeah. What's his name? Uh, I want to make sure we thank the secretary for all he's done to try to implement what we just talked about. It's like someone tells Joe, "Hey, it's Lloyd Austin. Don't forget his name again." And then it's like a couple months later. That includes our secretary. The- of the, of the defense, huh? Austin, uh, Secretary Austin. Oh, yeah. Secretary but... McDonough, the Army, the Secretary of the Army, Warman, <laughs> Chairman Milley, and uh, Senator Black. Where's Senator? Maybe they did tell uh, him. Senator Blackburn. 
There you go. Maybe they told him, and he just doesn't doesn't know who he was, so he just kind of blanked. That could be. Oh, by the way, uh, my uh, Austin's in, in the hospital. Right. Okay. Yeah, and goodness, man. There have been people that died. He forgot that. Where are they? He's looking around the room. Where are they at? Exactly. <laughs> it's true. I know. I know it is. But he's fit. Oh, it's God. It's fine. Done. The Army, the Secretary of the Army, Warmer, Chairman Milley. Right. And, yeah. Uh, this is the Markley Van Camp and Robin show. Okay. Biggest story today, David. I mean, that's up there. I mean, that your Secretary of Defense is just sort of a wall and whatever no no big deal the adults are back in charge um also there were some weeping and wailing over the uh anniversary of a dark day in american history the capitol riot <sighs> there okay, was actually you guys weeping. told me that there was weeping from there, an anchor yeah yes. te- really yes. oh yeah i mean it, play acting or you think like weeping for real ah, hard Good to question. say man <laughs> yeah man or woman Man. Guy. Okay, this is going to be great. We have to whip out our men greatest hits. <laughs> like weeping. Well, there's a lot to get through today, man. I don't know if we're going to have time. We'll get to it all coming up right here. Show, Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. So there was weeping about January sixth on network TV. Dude, here we go again. <laughs> All right, Saturday was the third anniversary of the Capitol riot, a dark day in American history, according to some, on par with Pearl Harbor and September eleventh. Hmm. The Bad Dinner Theater was out in full force. I don't know if you saw this, Jonathan Capehart. On uh, MSNBC, he was introducing uh, what's the guy's name, Brian Fanone or whatever, one of these uh, one of the Capitol Police officers who's selling a book now about his time during the insurrection and his fight for the soul of democracy. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, dude. Oh, that's great. Jonathan Capehart wept as he was introducing Officer Fanone. Okay, roll it. I'm going to try to get through this. Um, thank you for what you did three years ago today. Um, please tell me your thoughts um, on this third anniversary. Okay. <laughs> that rivals Van Jones. Oh, it does. It, yeah. It, it, Crying about things that never happened. Yeah, what, what, what happened to men? I, I really want to know that. I, listen, you know, I mean, hey, if you're... If your dog dies or a family member passes away, that's fine. Shed a tear. Something truly horrific happens in your life, shed a tear. But a bunch of goobers rioting in the United States Capitol, and you're, you've got yourself really that worked up? <laughs> well, it's, the thing is, they want to go so far as to say it was this entire insurrection coup yeah, sort of thing. I mean, that's... Really, something I got to hear part of that again. All I can hear in my head is like Van Jones when he's talking about things that never happened immigrants' babies snatched away. And... If you're an immigrant, you don't have to worry <laughs> if the president's gonna be happier to have babies snatched away or send dreamers back for no reason. God, man, go get some help. Yeah, something. This. Um, 
thank you. Thank you. For what you did three years ago today. Um, please tell me your thoughts um, on this third anniversary. You know, my thoughts, my thoughts are you had FBI agents dressed as Trump supporters inside the Capitol directing people. That's what I think because we know that happened. I mean, I, I just remember, and obviously this was more than 20 years ago now at this point, but watching the coverage of September 11th as it was unfolding and as the aftermath was happening years, you know, just hours and hours and hours. And I was watching Peter Jennings at the time. And there you got him and other reporters there clearly shell-shocked because how could you not be? 100%. But not openly weeping there in something that is objectively a much worse situation in America attack in our nation's history. I mean, they're able to deliver the news and try to tell people every American's scared to death right now. You can't sure. have guys breaking down weeping. These guys are bad dinner theater actors or just cowards. Absolutely. Man, oh man. That's something. <laughs> well, or Kinzinger. Yeah, yeah, former rep. Did you guys help? You guys uh, <laughs> on that day. <laughs> yeah, you held the door open for people to you, come in. You held the door open, <laughs> like gentlemen. <laughs> it earlier, had some audio with the interview Tucker Carlson did with Clay Higgins, the rep from Louisiana, who they've got all this evidence, and it's going to be coming out. Um, and part of it, the whole thing with January six, was the FBI planting seeds within groups all across the country. He was explaining this to Tucker in the evidence that they've gathered. By the time it was actually J6 and you had you had uh, masses of Americans assembled outside the Capitol, um, almost like 99.9%, 100% peaceful. On the inside, you had FBI assets dressed as Trump supporters that knew their way around the Capitol. Before the doors even open. Before the doors open, or else how are you gonna get around the Capitol? You've been there many times. You need a guide to get from whatever door you go in. It's a labyrinth. It's, it's, it's a maze inside there, so you, that's right. So there's no way, just Americans, most of which have never been to the Capitol, there's no way they can come in some random door that gets opened. And they, <laughs> they held. <laughs> can you talk about that day? <laughs> Golly. Oh, man. <laughs> it was an attempted coup, though, don't you know? The coup! The guy who had the horns, and he looked scary. Mm -hmm. He had his face painted. Yeah, they called him the QAnon shaman. This guy's blubbering before the thing hardly starts. Oh, yeah. I gotta believe that's bad dinner theater. It do it does. It's sound, you know. And right after this interview, it'll be last call for drinks tonight, ladies and right. gentlemen, before we begin with the third act. Yeah. Wow. Okay, more on that a little bit later. Another story out there. Uh, I saw this, too. Are big banks preparing for Joe Biden to drop out of the race? I read this. Yeah, this is pretty funny. It is. It's a uh, document that was put together uh, by an analyst at J.P. Morgan. Uh, it included potential curveballs, essentially, for the markets. And, and it's not. I don't want to say it's tongue-in-cheek, but it's sort of like, hey, here's some wild-card predictions. What may happen and what maybe we need to be considering. Uh, for uh, the year ahead here. Um, 
Now, it's not a formal prediction, but it does give you a glimpse into what some big money people are thinking about right now. Uh, And one of the guesses is President Biden withdraws sometime between Super Tuesday and the November election. That's not true. You're saying things you do not know what you're talking about. Citing health reasons, Biden passes the torch to a replacement candidate named by the Democratic National Committee. Uh, Biden has a low approval rating for a president with uh, roughly 10 percent job creation since his uh, inauguration, although that figure is a byproduct of his inauguration coinciding with the rollout of covid vaccines and a reopening of the U.S. economy. No one not done it. The history books will note it. So, so you know, you, you're you're going through all of these, you know, the, essentially saying, you know, what, what the analyst is saying is like, yeah, it's actually kind of surprising considering the job creation numbers, just if you try to take them in a vacuum, although acknowledging, well, yeah, when those are jobs that are just kind of coming back, it's not not quite the same as job creation. Okay. Well, yeah. Again, man, I think different people are recognizing he's not going to make it. This isn't going to work again. I mean, all, all they have, you saw it, it got laid out. Uh, Trump, dictator, orange man, bad dictator like Hitler. Ah! Please vote for me. I don't think you're going to get independence to fall for this again, especially with all the other information that's going to be coming out. Well, you would think not. But we'll see. It's all very interesting. All right, it's that time of the show. Go around the table. May not be the biggest story out there, but it caught your attention. David, we'll start with you today. What's your story? All right, I was going to do this on Friday, but I just didn't have the heart to feed into more negativity. But I, I think now that we're off of a, fresh off of a weekend, you know, now we can let the, the bad times roll. There is a, uh, a high school student in Texas, in sort of the, the greater Houston area, who has been disciplined and kept away from his classroom for months. Oh, man. Because he refuses to change his hairstyle, sir. He's got locks. He's got braids. And the school district said uh, in August, no, you can't come to school because that that violates the dress code because the uh, hair can fall down past your eyebrows. We've been talking about three guys on this show that at one point in time had long hair. Hair that was, I guess longer than conventional norms yes, mm-hmm. and got, you know, at least some crap about it from people close to us, that sort of thing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So we're all about the freak flag. But but this is apparently racist, and there is a uh, federal oh. lawsuit that's been filed now. Um, and the, 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 the attorney for the family, Allie Booker, says he's not going to break. He's strong. He's like, I'm not going to cut my hair, but I just can't believe I'm going through this. Representative Cory Bush weighed in saying suspending a black student for having locks is anti-blackness. Congress must pass the (laughs) Crown Act and end race-based hair discrimination. Now, I want to say I went to school in the Houston area, and my senior year of high school, I had long hair. That was was after you got stabbed? After I got stabbed, yes. Yes. That was about four years after I got stabbed. Okay. Um, And, uh, yeah, my hair touched my collar. I got suspended. Now, I'm a white guy. Right, and I had long hair because I was a dope smoking hippie, and I got suspended. They said you got to cut your hair, or you can't come back to school. It's not about black or white; it's a dress code. And if you want to th- say the dress code's stupid, which I think it is stupid, yeah. that's fine. But it's not anti-blackness. No, it's not. No, you had to cut your hair in school, Scott, for only to play sports. Yeah, but not not just to go. 
No, but for you know, but, but I remember a time, I mean, when guys couldn't have it over their ears in the school I went to. And if it was, you got booted. Oh, man. You got warned, and then you got kicked out. You ever had a job where you had to have hair at a certain length? No. Worked for farmers. They didn't care. Oh. But Ponderosa in 1985, they didn't want it much past the collar. Well, you get mm. hair in the stakes and stuff, and that's no good. You freak. We- well, I'm not doing no, no hair net at Pondo. <laughs> Listen. That is clearly anti-dirtbag behavior, and I am urging now Congress to pass the Mullet Act. Thank you. I appreciate that. We don't have enough dirtbags. Right. We need need white trash representation, okay? That's right. Dang it. We need dirtbag migrants to come somewhere (laughs) to make me my cheap steak at Pondo. That's That's what we need. All right, Scott, what do you got for your story today? Well, my story today took took place on March the 4th. This was in Alabama. Guy crashed his car outside of a Bass Pro Shop store in Leeds, Alabama. Do you know where that is? I don't know where that is. Do you say March 4th? Mar- or no, I said January. Did I say March? I meant January. Yeah, I was like, wow. I'm like, man, we're going in the way back. Yeah, time for traveling or with Joe leaping, Biden? Or we're leaping ahead. I don't know which. This guy then proceeded to strip down butt naked. And then he cannonballed into the giant fish tank at Bass Pro. Woo-hoo, bang. Crashes his car, gets out, takes his clothes off, jumps in, does a cannonball into the tank at Bass Pro. Police Chief Irwin said, well, the incident happened right around closing time. He said, no, I'm sorry, about near closing time. And for the record, about near is a standard unit of measurement for time. That means it's close to closing time in Alabama. Uh, If you've ever skinny dipped... At an aquarium at Bass Pro Shop, you might be a redneck. Well, listen, guys, I told you I was on muscle relaxers. I don't know why everybody's making such a big deal. Did you see the video, actually? I didn't. All I, I can say video. is that I did not realize how cold that water was. Well, there's shrinkage involved. <laughs> I, dude, at first, no joke, I'm like, okay, is this one of these, like, uh, is this is this like a, a trans male who jumped in there and is doing some kind of protest or something. It was cold. There was shrinkage, mm. yes. Yeah, it might be a normal day, but I don't know. He's not taking the playoff loss very well, though. I mean, Bama got booted, so. Oh, man. That is sad. I'm sad, too. So much for Nimrods in the news. Have to find another one later on. Dang it! <laughs> yeah. We don't talk about this ahead of time. I know. I know. I know. Uh, uh, for my story today, you know, you hear a about a lot of big cities across the United States that have this influx of people here illegally. And you've heard it from the mayors of New York and D.C. and Chicago, uh, Denver. We can't take any more of these. What about smaller cities? Is it happening there, too? Whitewater, Wisconsin, it is. Well, it has to eventually, doesn't it? You know, when you have a population the size of 14,889 and over 1,000 Illegal immigrants come into your town. That is massive. And the town's like, hey, can we get some help here? So just a story for uh, the little guys. They don't get noticed Mm -hmm. uh, as often. But, I mean, yeah, that's by design. It's going to affect cities all across the country. Yeah, people in Eagle Pass are going to see. Eagle Pass, hey, the Mayorkas is there today. He's going to get to the root causes of this immigration issue. I'm sure he's on it. Woo! Okay. Much more to get to. Oh, we still have to talk about that Alaska Airlines plane that lost the door mid-flight. Wow. And much more coming up right here.
I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter code REFRESH at checkout. That's harrys.com, code REFRESH. Enjoy! Imagine it's the last ride, but your symptoms of irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBSC are taking you for a ride. What should you do? Keep managing your constipation with belly pain the same old way? Or try getting ahead of your symptoms by talking to your doctor about treating it with Linzess, linaclotide. Linzess is a prescription medicine that treats IBSC in adults. It's not a laxative. It's a once-daily pill that helps you get ahead of your symptoms. It's proven to help you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than two. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Imagine, what could relief from IBSC mean for you? Talk to your doctor and say yes to Linzess. Learn more at Linzess.com or call 1-800-L-I-N-Z-E-S-S. Van Camp and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. News update, David Van Camp. Uh, Joe Biden is <laughs> speaking at Mother Emanuel, uh, that's Emanuel AME, uh, in Charleston, South Carolina, where there was the deadly racist shooting in 2015. Dylan Roof, he's, uh, I mean, he's he's got the death penalty yes. for murdering people. Um and so he's there uh, giving a giving a speech and decided to talk about his connection to the AME uh, tradition oh, no. in America. Here we go. I've spent more time in uh, the uh, Bethel AME Church in Wilmington, Delaware, than I have uh, than most people I know, black or white, have spent in that church. Because that's why I started. Civil, no, I'm serious. I started the civil rights movement. I used to go to 7:30 mass. He started the civil rights movement. Where on that again? He was the one. He started a civil rights movement at a black church in Delaware. Got it. Yes. <laughs> and I go to 10 o'clock. Yeah. 10 o'clock service with the reverend who was then running the church is now the bishop. She's a bishop. And I'm told your bishop had been there before in South Africa. And that's where he is right now. What? what? The point is that I've been blessed to worship here before as well. The point is I've been pandering to some of you black folks forever. What is he? What? What? That last sentence didn't make any sense at all. <laughs> I know. I'm confused. Didn't make too. any sense. The reverend was a she, and then a he, and he, his... and then well, in Africa, and then I was. Okay, man, you well, asked can, for it. He Here can you spin are. a yarn. Before in South Africa, yeah. and that's where he is right now. The point is that I've been blessed to worship here before as well. Okay. Oh God. 
Just remember this. You have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, and you ain't black. <laughs> okay, just know that. Who would get away with saying oh. some of the most racist things ever? We've pointed this out before, for crying out loud. I mean, talking about black parents for crying out loud. We bring social workers into homes and parents to help them deal with how to raise their children. It's not that they don't want to help. They don't want. They don't know quite what to do. They just don't know what to do raising kids. We need to help them. You know how it is. Make sure you have the record player on at night. <laughs> the, the, the phone. Make sure the kids hear words. Just words. Any words. Crying out loud. People from the Emanuel Church took up an offering after his house burned down. Right. Sure they did. <laughs> And you know who he was vice president for. I mean, you got the first sort of mainstream African-American who is articulate and bright and, and, and clean, nice-looking guy. I mean, it's, that's a storybook, man. It's a storybook, clean? He can speak? <laughs> going to make a cow. Disney movie about a black guy who showers. <laughs> Golly. He's terrible. <laughs> wow. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Hey, it's Jamie Markley. David Van Camp. Me, Scott Robbins. From the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Where we turn mundane into madness. (laughs) Thanks so much for listening on the radio. But have you dared to join in the fun online? Follow us on Instagram for video and behind-the-scenes content. Hey, is that a good idea that we do that? Sure, why not? You can also yell at us on X or Twitter. It's that thing Elon Musk runs. And Facebook, because Grandma deserves a daily dose of Markley Van Camp and Robin. Yeah, stop doom-scrolling and stalking your old high school classmates. Search MVCR Show on Instagram, X, and Facebook. Because life's too short for boring radio shows. Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends, yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Thank you very much for being here. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, we got protesters at a Biden appearance going on today? Yeah, Joe Biden is uh, hitting the campaign trailers in South Carolina, Charleston, uh, at uh, Mother Emanuel Church, the uh, site of the 2015 uh, massacre uh, of this racist Dylan Roof who went in and murdered black people. Mm -hmm. Um, Which one thing that's kind of always interesting whenever Democrats show up at churches to do their pandering thing. You never hear left-wing ideologues start to talk about tax-exempt status and whatnot. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, it's very, it's very odd. It's like a Republican speaks at a church. Oh, they're campaigning for the pulpit. Pull their tax-exempt status. Yeah, it doesn't work the other way. No, it never works the other way around. Anyway, he's given a speech there. Uh, and, of course, referencing the hate crime that happened there several years ago. And, uh, well, pro-Hamas protesters decided to stand up and start chanting about Ceasefire, free Palestine, etc. Oh, excellent. All right. Care about the lives lost here. Did you honor the lives lost and call for a ceasefire in Palestine? Ceasefire! 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 That's all right. Yeah. These got to be paid actors. I mean, oh, of course. They have, yes. All over the place. Yes, they are. 
I mean, you don't hear anything about the plight of the Palestinian people until October 7th. And then all of a sudden, it's yeah. it's this year's BLM yeah, in an election year. That's what it feels like to me. Yeah, except fewer people are buying into the scam. I think you're right about that. 100% there. Um, there was something else. Um, was it Jim Clyburn that was saying Trump's presidency is connected to a hate crime? This is completely unrelated, right? Well, well no. He, he's saying that uh, Trump is actually partially responsible for the shooting at that church. What? Which happened before Trump was president. Jim Clyburn's on CNN, uh, and uh, Jake Tapper actually asked him, hey, do you think that's a fair connection there? Okay. Is it fair to tie in any way what happened at the Emanuel AME Church to Donald Trump. Donald Trump had barely launched his campaign when that attack happened. I think it is very clear uh, that Donald Trump's utterances uh, way back before Charlottesville, or at the time of Charlottesville, ties him uh, to uh, what happened uh, at Mother Emanuel. How? The fact of the matter is that young man went into that church's basement joined with those worshipers in Bible study and murdered them. And he said at the time that he was attempting to create a race war. Okay. He did? Yes. But what does that have to do with Trump? Uh, nothing. They're grasping at straws. This, this is the playbook because they have no successes it's true. On which to campaign, and so they're just going to claim that everything that's ever happened that's bad is the fault of Donald Trump because he's a racist like Hitler and yada, yada, yada. That's what that's the playbook right now. That's all they have. It's really sickening to see it play out like that. I mean, you know you're going to get you know a certain level of this stuff, and certainly the left's playbook is to divide people by race. For sure. But Clyburn going along with that and parading that talking point. Yeah. I mean, goodness. <laughs> and then you had, well, Biden saying, I, I went to the funerals of the officers that died on January 6th. What are you talking about? Yeah, no no officers died on, on January the 6th during the Capitol riot. Did you hear him say this the other day? Yeah, he gave, gave this big speech ahead of the third anniversary of the Capitol riot and talked about the make-believe police officers who were killed by the rioters. <laughs> okay. All right, I have the clip. Where did the clip go? If you give me a second. Yeah. It's probably misplaced. Um, yeah, there it is. Jill and I attended the funeral of police officers who died as a result of the events of that day. What? Because, Donald, because of Donald Trump's lies, they died because these lies brought a mob to Washington. Was it? He promised it would be wild, and it was. He told the crowd to fight like hell, and all hell was unleashed. He promised he would write them, write them, everything they did. He would be side by side with them. And he would write them. I, did he butcher the speech? I think so. He would write to them. I, I think. I think what, what he meant. I think what he meant to say was he'd be right by them, but instead yeah. it made it sound like. Donald yeah. Trump was starting a pen pal program. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's exactly like, what I thought. Yeah, what, are you, what is he talking about? Yeah, QAnon shaman, when you're in jail, I'll write you. All right. Hey, hey dear shaman. <laughs> Your friend, Don. I'm sorry. You got locked up. <laughs> if elected, I'll get you out. 
Your friend, Don. Don. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So switching gears then, and, and because I saw this interview the other night, Clay Higgins, representative from Louisiana, talking to Tucker Carlson about all the evidence that they've gotten as far as the FBI's involvement with January 6th. And that is pretty wild. And Tucker was asking him, you know, how many FBI agents are you talking about dressed as Trump supporters were there January 6th? And Clay Higgins is saying, okay, I can't share as far as the documents go, but listen to what he says here. I I can't share them, but I've seen them. So real hard, objective, and conservative um, estimates would, would put the number of FBI assets in the crowd outside and working inside at at well over 200 200 yeah. 200 golly isn't that more than what you had oh yeah thought but again it paints the picture of not only agents trying to get trump supporters to do things they normally wouldn't do was once they got in the capitol to lead them around because it's yeah. hard to to know your way around there well it- it's also important to point out that asset does not necessarily mean agent. It could be somebody who was right. approached by somebody within the FBI to do a particular task mm-hmm. uh, on threat of, you know, some trumped up charge against them. They've done this for a long time. I mean, it was it's it's weird to see liberals saying this is all just this grand conspiracy theory uh, because, I mean, how many stories have you heard about the FBI entrapping young Muslim men after September 11th? They have, yes. They've, they, they've, they've, they've been part of radicalizing a group of young Muslim men for years. Say, hey, what about jihad? You have a guy say, yep, sign me up. Yeah, nailed him. So, Clay Higgins then tells Tucker what the objective was as far as January sixth from the left. At least that's what I take from this. See what you think. I mean, the objective was to des- destroy the entire mega movement. To, to forever stain the uh, the patriotic fervor that was associated with with the America First mega movement that had won in 2016 and we believe won again in 2020. And the, the establishment uh, on both sides, both major parties, were determined to, to smash that out of existence, not just by... Yeah. That take you by surprise, Scott? No. Yeah, that look on your face. No. Yeah, it's embedded it politicians. Does. Yeah. They don't really care in some ways who wins as long as the gravy train continues to roll. And Trump was going to get in the way of that. And they needed him out. That's what he's saying. It's not just by defeating Trump, but by destroying the, uh, the reputations of the movement itself. By creating this narrative that it was totally false, uh, but but was heavily pushed, that the that mega Republicans, America First Republicans, are somehow a danger to our republic and a, a domestic terror threat. There's a whole nother story about what the FBI has done to tagging Americans as uh, suspected domestic terrorists and and following us as we travel across the country. Yeah. We've played, you know, different pieces of this interview throughout the show, and there's more to get to. But it really paints the picture of what the goal was from the left. And 
as we've said before on the show, if you go back 10 years and people talking about deep state, you'd kind of glaze over, or at least I'll just speak for me. I would glaze over and like, oh, I don't know, really? There's no doubt. It's been proven. There is absolutely a deep state and protecting one another and everything else. Because in the end, who investigates the investigators? Right. That's one of the other things that he says. Because the FBI breaks the law, who's going to hold them accountable? Well, there, there's no one to do it. When you go back to the Inspector General Michael Horowitz's testimony a couple of years ago, where this was about the uh, beginning of the Trump Russia investigation, where mm-hmm. what he said was this was totally out of line. They started an investigation into a presidential candidate based on basically nothing. But it was legal because currently the bar is so low to start such an investigation Mm -hmm. that you can do it. Yeah. Things that we've learned in the last, say, 10 years, unreal, that you never thought you'd see here. But more on that a little bit later. On a lighter note, this happens every year, Consumer Electronics Show. It's in Vegas. Mm -hmm. Starts tomorrow. Yeah. Um, Some people are saying this is like peak laziness. I don't know if you'll think that or not. It's how, like, Alexa could wash your backside for you it's not really alexa doing it though it's a voice activated uh, bidet Hmm. so you use the restroom you sit on the toilet you're like you know what i think i need to be i don't know cleaned freshened whatever you want to call it alexa blast water up up my (laughs) alexa fountain me (laughs) yeah yeah sort of kind of like that yes Mm. um this is the Pure Wash E930 model. Retails for about $2,200. Uh, that's not for the full toilet. That's just the bidet seat itself. Uh, Kohler is offering that. I had never even heard of that before. But you hook it up to the smart speaker or whatever, and you say, yeah, get, unleash that on me. And there you go. <laughs> Fire hose time. All right, let's go. <laughs> Just full options on that, over eleven grand with insulation. Oh, gosh. I can see that being abused. Not only that, it has surround sound speakers. <laughs> I'm not making that up. It does. It's got speakers, too. Like Yanni can... music's playing while you're... Well, you get to choose the music. <laughs> right. la, la, la. I listen to Dark Side of the Moon. <laughs> Scott likes Yanni when he's... Okay. All right. Uh, news update more next... Imagine it's the final game of the season, but your symptoms of irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBSC are making a comeback. What should you do? Keep managing your constipation with belly pain the same old way? Or try getting ahead of your symptoms by talking to your doctor about Linzess, linaclotide. Linzess is a prescription medicine that treats IBSC in adults. It's not a laxative. It's a once-daily pill that helps you get ahead of your symptoms. It's proven to help you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than two. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Imagine, what could relief from IBSC mean for you? Talk to your doctor and say yes to Linzess. Learn more at Linzess.com or call 1-800-L-I-N-Z-E-S-S.
My doctor told me my blood pressure is borderline. I figured I could worry about it or do something about it. So I took control with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. It works safely and naturally to help maintain healthy blood pressure with a custom blend of garlic, vitamins, and minerals. And it's odor-free. I'm taking charge with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural reference is only the garlic in the product. Use as directed. Jackson Hewitt has a plan to get your tax refund fast with a buck, buck here, a buck, buck there, here, buck, there, buck, everywhere, buck, buck. You don't have to wait weeks for your tax refund. Get money sooner with a no-fee refund advance loan at Jackson Hewitt. On this loan, there's a money today guarantee. E-I-E-I-D-O. Settle for chicken feed. Get fast bucks at Jackson Hewitt today. No fee refund advance loans by Republic Bank offered to eligible clients. Money today guarantee if approved for a loan on a prepaid card. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, so we're looking to Mexico for a little help about the border. Yeah, it's weird because just last week, the Department of Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas was saying, hey, look, we've already gotten Mexico to do everything they can. This is a worldwide problem, <laughs> this mass migration that's happening. You mean well, it's happening in every country where just thousands of people are pouring in I, and people are paying for their stuff? Right. Uh, the Biden administration, though, according to NBC News and others, is increasingly leaning on Mexico uh, to curb the record flow of migrants crossing into the U.S. But Mexico says, hey, before we play ball, we got some demands, okay? We're going to use some leverage here, okay? Uh, in a press conference, the leverage. president of Mexico called on the U.S. to approve a plan that would send $20 billion to Latin America and Caribbean countries. Oh, also suspend the U.S. blockade of Cuba, remove all sanctions against Venezuela, and grant at least 10 million Hispanics living in the U.S. the right to remain and work legally. Uh-huh. No. Yeah. It didn't work that way under Trump. No, you know, that's the weird thing. It didn't. Is is Trump was saying, hey, you want a new trade agreement? Uh, right. Then... You know, maybe help out with this whole, I don't know, illegal immigration thing. Or we'll stop you with new tariffs. Yeah. Yes. And it works. No, not here. (laughs) Nothing that can be done. (laughs) I think. Meanwhile, I happen to see this story. I think it was Daily Wire. Yeah, thousands of Africans are flying to Central America and then cross illegally into the United States. Come up usually starting in Nicaragua. Oh, yeah. see. But the numbers, the failing New York Times had this the other day. There were 58,462 Africans apprehended at the border in fiscal year 2023. That was up from 13,000 in 2022. They said this is reportedly due to some countries in Europe implementing tighter border controls. Those racists. So anyway, as the story goes, it's unclear how exactly all these Migrants are paying for their flights across the Atlantic, as many of them are looking to escape poverty. Some claim they borrow money from friends. Others say they sold small businesses. But then once they make it to the southern border of the U.S., they're released into the States somewhere. Which I'm thinking, where's AOC and Pelosi and everyone on the left to hold up the sign saying, you don't want to come in here. It's a racist country. 
You could be shot just for driving while black. That's right. right. Yeah. You don't want to come in here. You're putting your life at risk. Funny how they don't really do that, though. Well, if they cared, they would. They know it's all of I know. Of course mm-hmm. they do. Yeah. Big freaking joke. Of course it is. So you think anything will happen with uh, Mexico on that, David? Well, well, if if Joe Biden says, yeah, we're going to lift all the sanctions against Venezuela at a time when Venezuela is looking to expand its territory a little bit to get some of that sweet, sweet oil under the ground, um, Joe Biden should be impeached for more than that. But, yeah, if he agrees to lift all sanctions on Venezuela in exchange for Mexico to do what it should have been doing all along, then he should be impeached and run out of office, yes. Yeah. You know, something else I was thinking, you had the Alaska Airlines story, the door flying off. Oh, dude, yeah. Takes off from Portland and golly, 16,000 feet in the air and the door blows off. You remember when it was predicted about a year ago that we were going to see all sorts of crazy stuff with planes, airports, because of loss of jobs and then replacing them and Mm. lowering the standards, all of that? Could you help but think that's what happened with this door flying off? We're lucky that no one was killed. I mean, you saw the video of it, and all of a sudden you got cell phones flying out of that plane. Well, yeah. How the hell does that happen? I mean, we got to find out why it was, that happened. It was an emergency exit, but then yeah. but it wasn't needed. Well, so it's sort of patched over, and they just kind of put this door on it, apparently. Well, that, or my personal theory, is that Representative Jamal Bowman thought he was trying to use the restroom. <laughs> Opens up the hatch on that. Yeah, who knew he was on that flight? I didn't. I didn't see him on the manifest, David. But there you go. Yeah, he just saw the button and said, oh, yeah. God, "This must work here. Yeah. Why not?" Boom. Well, somebody just put Bondo on it, and just like <laughs> buffed it up, and then went, "Okay, it's this good." This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin show. Okay, uh, biggest story today, David. Uh, biggest story of the day. I, I mean, take your pick here. Of course, there is always the border crisis. Uh, that's going on, and it's sad that we're just sort of getting numbed to this whole thing. Um, uh, also, you've got uh, Joe Biden hitting the campaign trail really in earnest for 2024, uh, and we know the playbook now. It's Donald Trump is the reincarnation of Hitler, et cetera, yada, yada, yada. What I wonder is, when is all of this information about the FBI and January 6th going to come out? It's got to be within the next couple of months. And when it does, the next question is, will independent voters even find out? Because will legacy media even cover that story? We'll get to it all coming up right here. Right, the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, so of course election year, and it looks like the Biden campaign is banking on Trump. Bad, evil, mm-hmm. dictator, up there with Hitler. And that's pretty much the whole game. Uh, yeah. I mean, they, they've, they've got nothing else to run on, so why would they go with anything else? Got to go with fear. Yeah. That's a motivator for a lot of people, unfortunately. Yeah. And and you do have the media just to go along with everything. Oh, yeah. The whole January 6th thing that we saw over the weekend was insane. Well, yeah. A lot of people. Yeah. 
it, it's crazy watching actual what's supposed to be like straight news coverage where they're just like the January 6th insurrection. And you're like, really? You're just going with that, huh? Dude, I, listen, man, there were a few different things that I saw over the weekend that were in some ways jaw dropping. One was the failing New York Times. Maureen Dowd. Okay, it's not like that I look to her for, you know, any sort of relevance or political insight or anything else, but it was it was unhinged. The name of the piece was Is Trump Hell? <laughs> Is Trump Hell? Is Trump Hell? Well, okay. I'm See, it's like life out loud funny. <laughs> you perked, my ears perked up when you said that though. Uh, okay, do you want to just hear a little piece of this? Of course I do. Um, bleeding young and non-white voters, the president finally heeded Democrats urging him to get out there, as Nancy Pelosi put it, and throw some haymakers at Trump. Biden flew to Pennsylvania on Friday to visit Valley Forge and make a speech invoking an earlier moment when we were fighting against, uh, was it, oh, the dream of democracy, going back to the Civil War. Oh, my gosh. And then going back to the American Revolution. In a discontented winter during the American Revolution, George Washington tried to inspire his downtrodden troops at Valley Forge by having Thomas Paine's The American Crisis read to them. These are the times that try men's souls, Paine wrote, adding tyranny, like hell, is not easily conquered. As the voting to determine the next president gets underway, it's clear that tyrannical Trump won't be easily conquered. And that is our hell. (laughs) Dude, you need help. It's odd to me that speaking out against what they call an insurrection, they actually cite the founding fathers who were literally insurrectionists. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, you, they overthrew the government. When you critically look at all of this, yes, it's pretty funny. I mean, yes. And you think about how much control the left wants with government. And Trump's saying, we want to loosen the control. But he's the insurrectionist. Right. Okay. All right. Got it. Yeah. And Joe Biden, as he's speaking, he actually blamed the Paul Pelosi attack on Trump? Yeah. I mean, yeah, he gave this big speech ahead of the third anniversary of the Capitol riot and blamed Trump for that crazy dude who had conversations regularly with invisible bird fairies. Yes. You're not joking about that. I'm sorry. Not fairies. It was one invisible bird fairy. Okay. That he was buddies with and then had a falling out with and yada, yada, yada. Winds up breaking into Nancy Pelosi's home and assaulting Paul Pelosi. And Biden blamed Trump for that. All right. Let's hear how that makes sense. Taking a hammer to Paul Pelosi's skull and echoing the very same words used on January 6th. Where's Nancy? And he thinks that's funny. He laughed about it. What a sick. (laughs) I think it's despicable, seriously. So by just being silent, you can Mm -hmm. add whatever word you want there. Yes. Clever. Yeah. Not just for a president, for any person to say that. But to say it to the whole world listening. When I was overseas, anyway. (laughs) Oh, yeah. What? They, I was overseas anyway? Yeah. yeah. They, they've brought this up before that, like, because the guy who was literally, I mean, he was trying to kidnap Nancy Pelosi, or at least that's what he thought he was going to do, the dude who attacked Paul Pelosi. Um, well, they, they've trotted this out before that because he said, where's Nancy? That was somehow a, 
a reference to the Capitol riot because some goober there was asking where Nancy Pelosi was. Like, if where is Nancy is apparently now code for insurrection, I feel really bad for any liberal dude who's married to a woman named Nancy. Because she just gets triggered every time he's wondering where his wife is. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Golly. Yeah, it went to another level, it seemed like, over the last week or so. Well, he's... With the desperation. He's looking at the polls, too. Yes. I mean, you, so we're going to... you got to start throwing Hail Marys now. The yep. whole thing about January 6th, and again, we played different clips from this interview with Tucker Carlson and the rep from Louisiana, Clay Higgins. Higgins is, you know, part of the group that's getting all the evidence as far as what went down January 6th with FBI involvement and how much they were a part of you know, perhaps even planning the whole thing because they had infiltrated all these different groups throughout the country of people that were ticked off about COVID and shutdowns and everything else and then just kept ramping people up all the way up until January 6th. And a lot of this went down um, in the two days before on the 4th and the 5th. And he talked about releasing all the digital data with this, because if they do, Americans are going to know exactly what happened. January 6th, listen to this. But there is a, uh, a tremendous compilation of data that I think should be made completely available to the public. And that's the digital files from, from J4, 5, and 6. This is where uh, Speaker Mike Johnson can be a champion for for that will be remembered for throughout history as the Speaker of the House that fully released unredacted uh, digital files from J4, 5, and 6 completely to the American people. And it, within that data it is full truth. Yeah. And then people would know. That's what I hope happens. Don't know when that might be. He said, though, that he has confidence that Johnson's going to do that. Think it's going to happen, David? Oh, no. Scott? I, as bad as I want to say yes, I'm going to say no. It seemed like as he was doing the interview with Tucker, he was almost in some ways pressuring Johnson to say, I think he should have talked to yeah. him. He's a good man. I think he should. There's a little bit of that. I, I believe my, Speaker Johnson He's knows that this is a significant uh, duty that he must, he, he, he must perform for the American people. It's a moment in history where where, you know, I believe our Lord and Savior has placed him in that in that position of service to the country, and he has a responsibility to, to fully release that data. And then the American people will see for themselves what some of us have already learned to our horror to be true. How much the FBI was a part of it. And it was not just for January 6th. It was a month-long plan. And I think there are different tentacles to it because it also has to do with the 2020 election and all the mail-in ballots and everything else. I think it's a massive story. But will people actually know what happened in the end? No. We will see. We will see. Um, in other news out there, did you see this? Um, a record number of police were shot in 2023. Sort of an underreported story. Yeah. Saw it at Daily Wire. Um, 
This is a report from the National Fraternal Order of Police. 378 officers shot. That was a 60% increase since they started tracking this back in 2018. Uh, 46 police officers killed. And their statement said last year over 330 police officers were shot in the line of duty. With the COVID-19 pandemic behind us and after so many Americans seemed or have seen the tragic consequences of the defund the police movement, it was our hope that these numbers would be a high water mark. We were wrong. So there's no let up there. And of course, you reminded people, a lot of people will see this and just hear numbers, but we want to remember that they represent heroes, yeah. fathers, mothers, sons, daughters. The scale of violence against our officers is horrifying and simply unsustainable. It's no wonder that our profession is facing a recruitment and retention crisis. What father or mother would want their child to become an officer knowing the dangers they face every day? And then talked about how many ambush-style attacks there were yeah. in the last year, 115. And you can go back to just a few years, the anti-police sentiment across the country. Yeah. Well, and we talked about this in 2020. You know, you know, it doesn't take an expert in human nature or in law enforcement to know that this would happen. Not oh, yeah. only that you have these kinds of ramp up, ramped up attacks on law enforcement, but also uh, knowing the culture that you're going into. If you are somebody who's interested in becoming a police officer um, in this environment, and it's, it varies from city to city and state to state, of course. But in this environment, if you're living in an area where it's going to get rough and you know it's going to get rough, what kind of people are you going to be attracting? The types who are looking for a fight. So these people who are all about police reform and, oh, we need to get rid of police brutality, they've been driving out systematically the good guys. Oh, yeah. And potentially courting the not-so-nice guys. Now, to me, as somebody who is sick and tired of watching criminals <laughs> run around with very little repercussions, yes, uh, I'm okay with the rough guys coming in. It's gonna get it's gonna get rough, you know. Well, well, people brought up what happened in Memphis because you had a bunch of cops there that weren't your uh, what would you say stereotypical police officers, yeah, and it got brutal in a hurry. Oh, yeah, that looked like a gangland hit. I mean, yeah, that was something. You know, something else we got to get to that we haven't had a chance yet. Um, what is it with the failing New York Times and this sort of obsession to talk about how the theory is Taylor Swift is gay? Well, that's... <laughs> I know, right? I, I didn't get that either. Did you read the piece? I did. did have you read it, David? I have not, no. Oh, perfect, perfect. Okay, then we need to tee that up. Because it's, you know, she's had all these boyfriends and it's, uh, you hear about Kelsey all the time oh, and all this. Code and words and coded messages and all this weird stuff. Yes, yeah. from this theory, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Get to that and a news update and much more coming up right here. You never know what's going to happen from one day to the next. That's why it's so important to plan ahead. Start the new year with Policy Genius. Policy Genius helps you compare your options from top companies. In just a few clicks, you can find your lowest price. Even if you already have a life insurance policy through work. 
It may not offer enough protection for your family's needs, and it may not follow you if you leave your job. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just 292 bucks per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Policy Genius has licensed, award-winning agents who can help you find the best fit for your needs. They work for you, not the insurance companies, so you can trust their guidance. No wonder they have thousands of five-star reviews on Google and Trustpilot. Save time and money and give your family a financial safety net with Policy Genius. Head to PolicyGenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com. Hey guys, this is Dr. Williams, radio show host and chief scientific officer at Invite Health, and I hear from men every day about their struggles with erectile dysfunction and prostate issues from bad sleep, no energy, problems performing in the bedroom. With 25 years of satisfied customers, we know that our powerful blend of clinically studied nutrients and prostate HX can help. Order your bottle of prostate HX today and get 50% off. Order two bottles and receive a free bottle of our testosterone-enhancing formula, Masculine HX. Call 800 671-9900. That's 800-671-9900. If you want better sleep, more energy, and of course, stamina, call us now for Prostate HX. And don't forget to get your free bottle of our testosterone-boosting masculine HX. Call 800-671-9900. That's 800-671-9900. Or go to ProstateHX.com. That's ProstateHX.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. David, do we have people blocking the road again today? Yeah, in New York City, people are blocking the road. Uh, or were, I guess. Uh, there were a couple of different locations, major thoroughfares. and I mean, here we go again, changing hearts and minds, right? Though I don't, <laughs> I don't think that's the actual goal. I mean, the, the, the tinfoil hat side of me is saying that whoever is paying these morons to organize... And yeah. recruit other useful idiots is mm-hmm. actually just gauging police response to shutting down major thoroughfares. That could be. Wow. I mean, there's something I hadn't thought of before. Well, if you were trying to plot a terrorist yeah. attack in the United States, what what would you do differently? Saying, hey, we're going to get a bunch of people out. Doesn't matter what the cause is. Get them to shut down major thoroughfares. Let's gauge how people react. And let people sit in traffic. How long are the authorities going to let people sit around while these dopes block the street? Well, and you mentioned earlier, you know, I-5 between Seattle and Portland. If someone would have told you 15 years ago, yeah, a group of protesters could shut that down, what would your reaction have been? No, no. No, no they no, they wouldn't. No. No, because you'd have the cops out there, get out of the road. People wouldn't put up with it. Yeah, in this case, you had a, a driver in New York City who's at the front, and he's starting to yell at the protesters. One of the protesters appears to try to open his door, and that's where he's had it. He's like, no, 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 no. And he gets out of the car and starts shoving people out of the way. I have a little bit of the audio here. My finger is on the dump button, okay. uh, just in case, but uh, here we go. You're disrupting traffic, idiots! Can't do that! That's against the law! Get away from my car, bro! Get away from my car! I have a daughter in Brooklyn! Don't touch him! Get in your car! Get the out of the way! Get away from my car! 
<laughs> you hear that run guy. Run him over. Run yeah, him there's, over. A, there's a guy just watching the whole thing go down. Yeah. And he yells, run him over, run him over. And then sure <laughs> enough, they make a they make a hole for him to drive through. Good. It's nonsense. It has to stop. Okay. Oh, I got to pay this off because I mentioned it. Uh, a New York Times opinion piece that Taylor Swift is definitely gay. I saw this at Hot Air. I'm like, what? I had not heard this one before. Definitely gay. Definitely. Definitely. Okay. (laughs) Well, the author of this piece is an editor for the opinion section. Okay. Okay. Um, And so it's this, this whole theory that even though there's been these boyfriends, that she has left these breadcrumbs to let people know if you just followed along. Okay. I know you guys like some of her tunes or whatever, and I don't know that we need to hear the songs actually to get to the story, but whatever, it'll work. In 2019, she was set to release a new album, Lover, uh, the first since she left Big Machine Records. That was with the old Nashville label, which she has since said limited her creative freedom. The aesthetic of what would be known as the Lover era emerged as rainbows, butterflies, and pastel shades of blue, purple, and pink. Colors that subtly evoke the bisexual pride flag. Well, I mean, in the in the song, you need to calm down. She does yes. mention glad, the G-L-A-A-D, but I thought that was just pandering. That's what a lot of people are saying. That, and she has said repeatedly that she's not gay, but she would be an ally mm-hmm. if uh, the LGBTQ community would be discriminated against, then she would be an ally. But this opinion... Editor and writer says, no, no, it's more than that, because uh, on Lesbian Visibility Day on October or on April 26th, she released the album's lead singer called Me, and she sings about self-love and self-acceptance. And then at the end of June, the LGBTQ community would celebrate the 50th anniversary of the Stonewall riots, and that was the day she released the video for her attempt at a pride anthem. You need to calm down. And it was on purpose. Okay. And so through all these different holidays and any more with all of the holidays and months, you'd have to pick a specific day to release something that wouldn't be a breadcrumb for some of these people. Because right. it never were, ends. First they were turning the frog gays, and now they're turning our Taylor Swift gay. <laughs> and even though she continues to say that she's not gay, the writer says, Nah, I, I was there through a fuzzy fan cam. I saw it. <laughs> I saw it with my own eyes. Yeah. This is the Mark Lee Van Camp and Robin Show. Hey, it's Jamie Markley. David Van Camp. Me, Scott Robbins. From the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Where we turn mundane into madness. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening on the radio. But have you dared to join in the fun online? Follow us on Instagram for video and behind-the-scenes content. Hey, is that a good idea that we do that? Sure, why not? You can also yell at us on X or Twitter. It's that thing Elon Musk runs. And Facebook, because Grandma deserves a daily dose of Barkley Van Camp and Robin. Yeah, stop doom-scrolling and stalking your old high school classmates. Search MVCR Show on Instagram, X, and Facebook. Because life's too short for boring radio shows. Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show.
The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. I don't know, did either one of you guys just take a sober moment over the weekend and realize that we almost lost the country three years ago? Well, I well, I was weeping. I tried calling you guys. Nobody would pick up. I needed some help, but yeah. no one was there to help me. Well, as, as someone who's been described as pro-insurrectionist, I, in fact, took the day to light my QAnon shaman prayer candle. Did you? Oh, nice. Yeah. Are you kidding me? We're still going with this. We almost lost America on January 6th. That's Dude. what the, all these different news outlets were saying over the weekend. Yeah. You, right. It's not a lie if you believe it's true. Remember right. the George Costanza way of thinking. It, yeah. And, and it wasn't just The news. first ever insurrection with no guns. Right. right. Exactly. But, hey. Okay. Among the population that is probably the most well-armed electorate in the history of humanity. Yes. Not you didn't see hundreds of people showing up with their ARs. Weird, right? Yeah, they were all ready to storm the capital, take it over, and take over the government. Yeah, until they just kind of wandered away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know what? None of these stories talked about over the weekend. Mm, that Trump that? asked that Trump asked for the National Guard to be there the day before. They don't mention that. No. It's so dishonest, man, no. in so many different ways. What's this clip? Well, this is Joe Biden in his big speech on Friday uh, saying that, well, you know, we did almost lose America. Here we go. A day forever shared in our memory because it was on that day that we nearly lost America. Oh, God. Lost it all. Today, we're here to answer the most important of questions. Is democracy still America's sacred cause? That's what the 2024 election is all about. The choice is clear. <laughs> Donald Trump's campaign is about him, not America, not you. Donald Trump's campaign is obsessed with the past, not the future. He's willing to sacrifice our democracy, put himself in power. Our campaign is different. Of course. Yeah, you're trying to keep him off ballots. That's democracy, buddy. Yes. Yeah. What is he talking about? I don't know, man. These it, guys are trying to keep him from even appearing on a ballot. Yes. I mean... Th who's it, stealing it, democracy? It sounds like... For some people, it sounds like you're a crazy person. Oh. Other, other people, they know exactly what you're talking about. You're talking about an entire deep state of people running things that that's the worst fear is Trump in power because people would start getting fired within the Department of Justice. You know, we were playing different clips from Clay Higgins, his interview with Tucker Carlson, and he's talking about, they do, they have the proof that the FBI had embedded itself with different Trump supporters months and months before January 6th. And there were, what, 200, if not agents, People dressed up as Trump supporters that were helping guide people along on that day at the Capitol. And a lot of this has not come out to mainstream media, and we'll see if they actually cover it when the evidence is out there. But one of the things that he talks about is the FBI basically being untouchable until you have Congress having arresting authority. Because the question is, okay, this stuff comes out, and you had entrapment, let's say. What can be done about it? And that was the conversation with Tucker and, again, Clay Higgins, rep from Louisiana. Not have, I'm not trying to 
create a crime to fit a narrative to blame on the FBI. I'm following the evidence, and, and to my horror, it implicates our FBI at the highest level and a, and a, a, a conspiracy within our government at the highest level to create the, the uh, to set the stage for a compromised election cycle in 2020 and then the 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 actions that took place on J4 5 and and 6 and then the the criminal investigation arrest and prosecution of Americans that they were able to entrap and document with the thousands of cameras that were operating that day and use that evidence that they knew they were setting up to investigate, arrest, and prosecute the Americans that they had entrapped. Okay. When he says that, by the way, are you surprised he's actually going on with Tucker Carlson saying that? Um, with Clay Higgins, no. He's been fairly outspoken about a lot of that. But it's almost like you somehow wonder someone's telling him, hey, don't go just say this yet. Right. We're not ready yet. You get the feeling he just went a little rogue. And I don't know that, but it seems like he was very well, forthcoming with the evidence that he's seen and and thinks is coming out. I think this, the tolerance of the silence gets to people after a while. He's like, what are we doing? It we know all this way. stuff. Let's go. Here's the rest. Congress can investigate these things, and we, and we are, and we will reveal these horrific truths, and we will have criminal referrals. But until you have a a a president running the executive branch that will clean house at the DOJ and FBI at the highest levels and put American patriots in place that will be that will act upon the criminal referrals that that Congress provides, then none of those guys are going to get arrested because they're not going to arrest themselves and we don't have arrest authority. Yeah. And it comes back to another thing he said is who investigates the investigators. Right. Part of the problem. So we shall see. Meanwhile, um, got some pro-Hamas demonstrators blocking major roads in New York. Uh, yeah, uh, dozens of pro-Palestinian protesters swarmed three bridges and the Holland Tunnel in lower Manhattan this morning. Uh, blocking off uh, traffic, creating chaos. Uh, they, they called it shut it down for Palestine. What are they wanting right now? Ceasefire? Yeah, ceasefire. A lot of that's stopped, hasn't it? Well, I, what, as far as the operations with Israel in Gaza? But, I mean, as far as, you know, the bombs coming in yeah. and trying to clear Hamas out, I mean, it's kind of ebbs and flows, but it's, well, sure. it's a slower point right now. But it doesn't yeah. really matter because the narrative is ceasefire now. No, what what they're arguing for is Israeli surrender. <laughs> Okay, yeah. so this serves no purpose because that's not reality. No. And I'm sure some of these dumb actors don't know that, but plenty probably do. They're just playing a role. Where do they expect it to go? Well, I, I, I seriously don't understand what what they're hoping to change here, which brings no. me back to my tinfoil hat theory that I mentioned a few minutes ago, which is this this really does seem like a trial run for people to – Bad actors, whoever is behind the push for the organizations that do things like this, to just kind of figure out, hey, what happens if we block off these major thoroughfares? 
in right. major American cities. Let's gauge the police response so that oh, then man. we know what to do, uh, you know, and when we really want to do something bad. I hope you're wrong about that, but it makes more sense than no, just I, letting I, well, people, you know, okay, if they're going to close it down, not much we can do about it. Yes, there is. Clear them you out. What, man, you got a powder keg ready to erupt. Man, speaking of New York, totally different story. Did you hear what happened at the New York City girls' high school basketball game? Yes. Oh, man. Okay, so there's a girls' varsity team, the LaFell School, which is a private Jewish school. They're playing one another. And I guess it got nasty physically first. I mean, they were, you know. They were out to hurt them. It seemed to be so from the people that were there at the game. And then they started letting all the anti-Semitic slurs roll. Um, see, one of the quotes was, members from our team started to get injured from the other team's physical style play. At the end of the quarter, players on the opposing team started shouting, free Palestine and other anti-Semitic slurs and curses at us. I support Hamas, you bleeping Jew. Oh. this welcoming. Wow. Uh, and so the game came to an abrupt halt. So we'll see where this goes from there. But I'm thinking uh, this should be a suspension at the very least, huh? For the oh, public you school team? I think so, yes. You're going to put up with that? No. Goodness gracious, man. Yeah. Didn't the coach get fired? Did the coach get fired? I thought I saw that update, update this morning. Because, you know, anytime there is, there's no video and you hear reports of so-and-so was yelling these slurs or whatever... Then when you find out the team where the slurs were coming from willingly gave up the game and then the coach gets fired, it's like, oh, yeah, okay, that was real then. Yes. Yeah. Oh, good. Should be fired after something like that. Wow, man. He was. You were just going off a little while ago, Scott, that Lloyd Austin will not be fired. So, well, that's <laughs> Secretary what, that's the word. I mean, why would he? I mean, you, you brought up a good point. Why, why would he, right? No one else is. Yeah, I mean, if you missed the story, Secretary of Defense has this surgery. It was over a week ago. It was like three, four days. No one knew. No one. I mean, White no House one doesn't knew. Know. No so one then knew. the person that's supposed to be in charge for the Secretary of Defense is actually on vacation while he's in the hospital, but he doesn't tell anybody and his staff doesn't tell anybody. I mean, your duties require you to be available all the time at a moment's notice. Well, you may have 10 minutes to react to something. Yes. Yes. You're you're in the ICU. The person under you is out of the country, and so no one's in charge. It's this apology. Yeah, I'll try to do better. Yeah, uh, but it was my surgery. I'm paraphrasing. Right. I mean, I take full responsibility. Yeah, and then Biden spokespeople are like, "Yeah, it's fine." Joe has total confidence. And Lloyd Austin. Yeah, I mean, Joe's the commander. <laughs> he doesn't chief. know what, that he's got to alert people that he's going to be out for a few days. And then you've got Lloyd Austin. I know. Right under. And you know the thing is, Biden's got ourselves in some war every three days. Yeah. Well, you got a lot of different I mean, things going on. I mean, what the hell once. is going on? Well, and you got the hooties. They're, they're dropping, you know, bombs here and there. What are we going to do about that? You got Iran. You got our troops in Iraq and Syria being fired at all the time. Yep, Secretary of Defense. Going to be out for a few days. Ah, I don't yeah. need to tell anybody. Then his, then his office was like, oh, he was working from the hospital. He was in ICU. Yeah. It's pretty wild. also saw this today, now that it is 2024. 
40 albums turning 40 this year. Oh, boy. Different things that come out like this. Yep. And the first one you see is Van Halen 1984. Yep. Does that make you feel old, Scott? A little bit, yeah, because... I, mean, I got to tell you, know, you. I was a current. I played jump as an A current. Yeah, I Yeah, I was a junior in high school. And then what makes me feel older? Van Camp wasn't born yet. No. Prince is on that list, I'm sure. Springsteen. Um... Yeah, born in the USA. Yeah. Purple yeah. rain. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes, classics. All right, we got to get to a news update. I'm old. And much more. <laughs> Straight ahead, right here. Pizza's here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry's starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter code REFRESH at checkout. That's harrys.com, code REFRESH. Enjoy! Action Hewitt has a plan to get your tax refund fast with a buck, buck here, buck, buck there, here, buck, there, buck, everywhere, buck, buck. You don't have to wait weeks for your tax refund. Get money sooner with a no-fee refund advance loan at Jackson Hewitt. On this loan, there's a money today guarantee. E-I-E-I-D-O. Settle for chicken feed. Get fast bucks at Jackson Hewitt today. No-fee refund advance loans by Republic Bank offered to eligible clients. Money today guarantee if approved for a loan on a prepaid card. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. All right, the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. News update, David Van Camp. Well, more Jeffrey Epstein documents have dropped. Yeah. Uh, Now, again, I mean, this is an accuser here of the former billionaire sex trafficker, Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, She says that her friend was filmed having sex with President Bill Clinton, Prince Andrew, Richard Branson, These are new allegations revealed in the Epstein documents. The quote is, my friend had intercourse with Clinton, Prince Andrew, and Richard Branson. Sex tapes were, in fact, filmed on each separate occasion. Uh, Sarah Ransom is is this person's name who's who's making these allegations. Uh, She claims that she managed to get some of the video footage uh, that implicated those three men 
She did not share that footage, though, with prosecutors uh, or, or the legal team, uh, saying that she has backed it up on several USB sticks and have had them securely sent to various locations throughout Europe with only one other person close to me knowing where their locations are just in case anything happens to me before the footage is released. Um, well, hmm. yeah, in the document, she also says her friend was silenced by the Clinton presidential campaign in 2008 when Hillary was running for the first time and uh, was given a payout from the Clinton Foundation to keep quiet. Clinton Foundation. Wow. Yeah. Um, and her friend is 1,000% certain that the FBI did a cover-up, and she has the individual names of Hillary's special agent officers involved in intimidating her. Uh, she also claims that her friend had a sexual relationship with former President Donald Trump. But uh, I didn't see anything about the video footage. But she says another friend was uh, one of many girls that had relations with Donald Trump. Uh, I also know she had relations with Trump at Jeffrey's New York mansion on regular occasions, as I once met Jen for coffee just before she was going to meet Trump and Epstein together at his mansion. But it, does it say what year that would have been? Uh, no, not in the version that I'm looking at here. Because from everything we knew, as far as Epstein and Trump, that ended well, better than 15 years ago because he had creeped out girls at Mar-a-Lago, yeah. correct? And he kicked them out. So don't know if that claim predates that or not. Well, does it matter, I guess? I don't know. Well, the one thing I guess you don't know, well, I don't know. I have no idea. Mm. It's like new information. So she is claiming there was videotape evidence of all these people, and that's why Epstein had something on all of them. Yeah. Okay. But I don't know why you don't release the tapes. That's what's confusing me. Because remember, these are interviews that are years old that are coming that's out right. now. So what do you have to lose? The guy's dead. Right. Your name Maybe. is already attached to all of this. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man, because once you release it, I mean, if her fear is for her life, it would be too late. It's already out. Yeah. It's really interesting. Yeah. Well, you don't know what to believe with any of that stuff. Um, but some things are more believable than others. But why would Epstein give her video copies of her friend? Well, no, I think the friend was the one who gave it to her. Okay. Man, that's crazy. Well, the other thing is, what has never been explained, the FBI has all of this evidence of, you know, disc after disc after disc, but you never hear anything about it. And then you go back to, well, Maxwell's in jail for 20 years um, for using these women, but none of the Johns have ever been charged with anything. Uh, no crazy this is the markley van camp and robin show all right thank you for that update david is that the biggest story of the day uh that that's one of them um again i i, I don't know what to make of the allegations especially just because the video evidence hasn't been produced i mean no we don't know be, it's like put up or shut up at this point what do you what do you have to lose i don't really understand um any of that but okay so yeah that's a big one also uh 
more traffic disruptions, uh, would-be terrorists blocking roads in New York City. Uh, Also, Mm -hmm. over the weekend, of course, folks listening on KBI in Seattle know this. I-5 was shut down for several hours uh, because of these terrorists. Yes. We'll get to that update. And then the Scott Robbins trifecta all on the way right here. Van Camp and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Did you have another news update? There's oh, a yeah. wild one on the Epstein stuff. So remember the uh, the tragedy that was just last week, Perry, Iowa, where a 17-year-old went into his school and shot several people, murdered a, a sixth grader before killing himself. Uh, some had noticed that this individual, uh, the, the killer in this case, uh, may have been whatever gender fluid or something like that. NBC News is extremely worried about this. Really? Elon Musk and far right figures seize on Iowa shooters' <laughs> possible LGBTQ identity. Oh, here we go. This is... Okay. LGBTQ advocates and other critics of the rhetoric slammed the remarks triggered by the Iowa shooting. <sighs> Scapegoating is a very dangerous and old tactic for justifying the extreme marginalization of a specific group. That's according to Jillian Branster, a communication strategist for the American Civil Liberties Union. They're very eager eager for other people to be as obsessed with trans people as they are, and this overlaps with their need to blame mass shootings on anything that's not shaped like a gun. Can we define marginalized again? Right. I'm serious marginalized they're gonna keep going with it and media will help them you're not marginalized i understand again you you knew it as soon as you got the details of that story they were not going to talk about mental health with this particular shooting they weren't going to do it how about the victims let's talk about the victims well i mean i rather than the sympathy for the shooter yeah i i I mean look i i think in every shooting you wind up kind of looking at who this person was, what may have shaped their decision-making process. And if there is a case of violence where it's a a white kid, media is all about talking about uh, how white people are the the enemy. And, oh, my gosh, if they have any conservative background, oh, my gosh, it's just this MAGA terrorist organization. Yeah. But you're not allowed to point out if somebody is in the alphabet mafia, you're not you're not supposed to you know say, hey, by the way, this is like the what third or fourth time in the last year or so uh, that we've had something like this. You're not we're not supposed to be pointing that out now. That's the one identity you can't I, I, wonder about. Exactly. Yes. And to me, it's yes like, well, because it's it's the only dysphoria that's not treated as something traumatic. Yeah. You know, it's the only one. Well. It, and and to me, when I when I look at all of this, it's it's like, look, it's not. I this is another reason why I hate it when they lump you know gay people, lesbians in with the with the gender spectrum crowd, because it's not the same thing. 
and they're trying to make it sound like a bunch of people are saying, oh, all these gay people are just going to start murdering everybody. Well, no, but 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 I think it is an it's a reasonable conversation to have when you're talking about people who get sucked into this gender ideology stuff and then are hearing from all these different sources that there's oh, yeah. an ongoing genocide campaign being waged against them. You're you're telling mentally ill people that a lot of people are out to get them. It's only a matter of time before they start lashing out, and that's not every person who is trans no. or whatever, but I mean that's that's worth discussing, is it not? It is. But they don't want you to discuss it because the more it's discussed, the more people understand, oh my gosh, this is a horrific thing, especially this happening to kids, because you have adults convincing them. No, you're you're born in the wrong body. You should actually be a boy. And that's why you have a lot of Feminist lesbians saying, oh, my goodness, if this would have happened to me when I was 13 or 14 years old, they would have convinced me to try to become a dude. And I'm glad I didn't, you know, do that or was right. in that position. But, I mean, yes, it's absolutely worthy of a conversation, but they don't want to have the conversation. You just shut up and obey. Yeah. I like and do it. what we say. Yeah. Chaya Raychik, who's behind libs of TikTok. Yeah. Which in this NBC News article says that she has inspired terroristic, you know, threats against children's hospitals and all this other stuff. Um, okay. Yeah, right. They always do that. Uh, when reached for comment, she responded to the reporter from NBC News. Pronouns in bio equals opinion discarded. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'm okay with that, too. Yeah. You know, it's like Libs of TikTok is not creating these things at a studio somewhere. No. These are people, they just, are they're doing is showing it to you. That is correct. That's yes. it. Yes, they hate it. Again, they don't want to talk about it. Stop making dumb videos and this wouldn't happen. Wow. Okay. Um, meanwhile, just get through this real quick, because a lot of people have noticed this. Buying home and auto insurance, the price yeah. has gone insane. Yep. Um, and they're saying it's huge losses from national disasters have prompted the industry to jack up prices. There was a whole piece in the Wall Street Journal today. Global warming. They talk about it all the time in this piece. Of More on that in a second. But they mentioned in December, New Jersey approved auto rate increases for all state, averaging 17 percent. And New York, a 15 percent increase. Regulators in California are allowing all state to boost auto rates by 30 percent but still haven't decided on its request for a 40% increase in home insurance rates after they refuse to write new policies. And in the piece, it goes on to talk about, yes, climate change, things like that, um, and all of these huge increases. Farmers Insurance Group increased home insurance rates by more than 23% last year for tens of thousands of policyholders in both Illinois and Texas. I'm going through this whole thing. So I read through it as a long piece and check it out if you want. The comments were cracking me up. One person said, this is one of the worst articles yet in the Wall Street Journal. If climate change is really responsible, then we all just have to pay higher premiums and be sad about it. But the issue of shutting down operations is driven by state regulators trying to place lids on rate increases. The reporters would have gained from reading their own newspaper. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's true talking about some of the reporters are so biased that yeah. they're just going to write that sort of thing. Somebody said social media doesn't like research. Yeah, 
there is a part of that in all of it. You could see. All right, you ready for your big three, Scott? Yeah, let's go. All right, here we go. Roll it out. You ready? It's the three most important news stories of the day. I hit the trifecta. Well, at least according to Scott Robbins. It's the trifecta on the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Every day about this time, the Scott Robbins trifecta, his top three today. Always helped by his hero. I'm Casey Casey. All right, national championship game, huh, buddy? What do you say? Come on. Yes. All right, coming or not? I'm ready. Are you coming or not? Three. Yeah. All right. N- three. N- number three, Tiger Woods and Nike are parting ways. Yeah, this is interesting. After 27 years, I didn't know there was a, even any talk of this, but apparently they're done with Tiger. They have parted ways after 27 years of doing business during the final round of the PNC Championship at the Ritz-Carlton Golf Club on the 17th of December in Orlando. Apparently, that was uh, the date when he ended his relationship with Nike. They ended it with him. He's a free agent now, I guess. So who ended it? It sounds like it was a mutual parting of the waves, although I kind of doubt that. Well, who do you think it was? Yeah, uh, Probably Nike, I guess. They're probably moving on to the next flavor of the month, whoever that is. I don't know who it I is. I don't know. Tyre was wearing foot joys. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> See? Well, he's got that foot issue. Well, I With know. All the surgeries and everything. So I don't know if that had something to do yeah, with it or not. He really jarred something loose, Tiger. Yeah, there you go. He had to lay off a bunch of kids at the sweatshop in China this weekend. Oh, brutal there. Uh, now, on with the countdown. LeBron's picking up the slack. Come on. <laughs> okay, that's good to know. All right. yes. Two. Uh, number two, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, everyone's favorite communist out of New York, uh, has a solution to the border crisis. God, have you guys heard this? She was on The Daily Show, the bastion of journalism, and she said she has a solution to the border crisis. She said, and I quote, you can either fix it by trying to build a wall or you can fix it by documenting people. The best way to end illegal immigration is legalizing it. That's brilliant. So everybody who comes in, they're they're already doing that. Right. (laughs) Yes, I mean, it seems to go with the sense that she's brought before. Like, if we want to reduce the number of people in our jails, the answer yeah. is to stop building more of them. It's <laughs> just yeah. dumb, dumb remark after dumb remark. And the thing is, this is like a guy who has a plumbing problem in his home and burns it down. Right. <laughs> like, I, or, yeah. I mean, it's like a hospital that's really frustrated by cancer uh, rates and they're trying to solve the problem. And so they just stop screening people for cancer. Right. right. Just, well, let's not do it anymore. Yeah, we're not going to do it anymore. See, the cancer rate dropped to zero, the my numbers friend. Numbers dropped. Yep. Next. There we go. And what the countdown continues. Scott Robbins trifecta, the top uh-huh. three of the day. And finally, one. Number one, uh, Twitter responds to the pro-Hamas idiots who like to block freeways. Yeah, I mean, one of the things on Twitter was, you know, the reason they do these things, we talked about this, in New York City, L.A., is because, well, they know the authorities in those cities will allow them to do it. They're allowed to terrorize people whenever they damn well feel like it. Yes. Some guy commented, he said, hey, I love, the, love to watch the left eating their own, which is pretty funny. Another comment was, oh, no, Democrats doing Democrat stuff in predominantly Democrat voting cities. Whatever shall we do? Followed by my favorite, nobody says, gee, I'm late for work. And I'll surely get fired, but these crazy kids have a good point. (laughs) (laughs) And there you have it. Yeah. Scott Robbins. You got to love that. Well done. You mentioned the uh, national championship game. Yeah. It is tonight. Yep. Michigan, Washington. Yep. 
Now is a great time to check out Prize Picks. We're going to be keeping track of this. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So Prize Picks, it's the easiest way to do daily fantasy sports. You know, the thing I like about it too is you go up against thousands of other players, uh, not just pros and sharks, it's just you against the numbers, which is really cool. Right. So basically you're looking at stat projections. Yeah. And I'm I'm looking at the game tonight and I'm looking at the quarterbacks. You're looking at the quarterbacks too, yeah. David. And I, so, you know, like the quarterback from Michigan, 203 and a half yards, more or less, is he going to be passing for tonight? And that's how easy it is. You just pick more or less. More. Yep. What you about 296 and a half for the Washington quarterback? Less. I panics. You think more? Less. No, oh, don't. I'm going. Scott's going to jinx him. I'm, yeah, I, I will. On behalf now. of fans everywhere, I apologize already. <laughs> you should. And you should. You should disregard me. Yeah, we'll. We'll. Keep track of this. And of course, they do this for all sports. College football, NFL, NBA, NHL, uh, golf, college basketball. Um, and they also have this reboot policy, David. Yeah, the, the reboot policy is that your entries stay in play even if one of the players gets injured. So you can get started right now. You just go to uh, – God, I can't read. Go to pricepicks.com yeah. slash MBCR and use code MBCR – for a first deposit match of up to 100 bucks. Again, that's prizepicks.com slash MVCR. Use the code MVCR for the first deposit match up to 100 bucks. And that's PrizePix Daily Fantasy Sports Made Easy. Yep. Yeah. Be going scoreboard tomorrow. That'll be fun. Looking forward Ooh. to that. Okay. Man, there's a lot going on with all this Epstein stuff coming out. News updates. Nimrods of the news. We'll get to it all coming up right here. They say breakfast is the most important meal of the day. And HelloFresh couldn't agree more. That's why they're giving away one free breakfast item with every single HelloFresh delivery for life. That means while you're a HelloFresh subscriber, not only will you enjoy tasty recipes delivered to your door, you'll also enjoy breakfast for free. Because HelloFresh knows that you're not just hungry at dinner time. In fact, they're here to meet your every mealtime need. With a delicious array of quick lunches, sides, snacks, apps, and desserts that you can easily add to every order. HelloFresh also helps helps you cut back on extra trips to the grocery store, making sticking to a routine easier than ever. This year, make eating better and saving money a priority. Join today and get free breakfast for life with code MVCRFREE at HelloFresh.com slash MVCRFREE. That's one breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life with code MVCRFREE at HelloFresh.com slash MVCRFREE. Pizza's here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. Action Hewitt has a plan to get your tax refund fast with a buck, buck here, buck, buck there, here, buck, there, buck, everywhere, buck, buck. You don't have to wait weeks for your tax refund. Get money sooner with a no-fee refund advance loan at Jackson Hewitt. On this loan, there's a money-today guarantee. E-I-E-I-D-O. 
Don't settle for chicken feed. Get fast bucks at Jackson Hewitt today. No fee refunded advance loans by Republic Bank offered to eligible clients. Money today guaranteed if approved for a loan on a prepaid card. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Four number ones in the news. Another news update. Uh, David Van Camp. I am literally shaking right now. Oh, no. What this country is falling to. Of course, you've heard a lot about <sighs> Christian nationalism, right? Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, about, I mean, just, night. you know, you go to these churches and there are all these people celebrating Donald Trump in the aisles and it's a big threat to democracy in America. They're celebrating Trump in the aisles? Where? Oh, yeah. At churches? They're praying to it. Well, Joe Biden did an event at Mother Emanuel, the, the AME church in South Carolina, which was the site of that horrific massacre of, well, it was racially motivated hate crime. Uh, mm-hmm. Back in 2015, well, there were some pro-Palestinian protesters who interrupted the event, and again, I'm literally shaking at this <laughs> Christian nationalism that was on display as the crowd was trying to drown them out while Joe Biden was there. <laughs> chanting four more years. Separation of church and state. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. You know what I did notice? And so the AME is a, a predominantly was founded by by black people in America, and they were founded by African Americans. And um, one of the interesting things there is that if you look at the overhead video, it's like you've got a few of the members of the church or leaders of the church that are in the first couple of pews. Yeah. But most of the black people are shoved to the back of the room. It's like in the middle seating, it's all white people. It's just really funny to me. I don't know. Well, Part of the campaign? or Yeah, I guess. Go- I don't know. They're covering the campaign or they're supporting the campaign. But, boy, it's really weird that Joe Biden insisted <laughs> that most of the black people get shoved to standing room only. Wow. Uh, more on that tomorrow. All right. Time for Nimrods. Roll it out. Here we go. When the going gets tough. Damn it, this is too hard. The dumb get dumber. All right, Dean. It's Nimrods in the News on the Martley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. I love the poorly educated. All right. Nimrods in the News. We start in Long Island, New York. Uh, old guy took his Taco Bell home, tried to reheat uh, one of the tacos in the microwave in its aluminum wrapper. Well, that's not going to go well. No, it's not. Well, he's ticked. So Why? he goes back to Taco Bell. He makes a scene. Your fault. Why is it their fault? He thinks it's their fault. You shouldn't have put it in an aluminum wrapper, I guess. Go back and yell at your high school. And so he said, I want my money back for the tacos and my microwave. So apparently one of the employees is kind of like laughing. Yeah. Like, what a dope. The old guy slaps him across the face. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. He's in a whole lot of trouble for that. Should be. And then you may have heard this story earlier, but it happened the other night. 42-year-old guy, George Owens, this is in Leeds, Alabama, um, crashed his car into a pole in the parking lot of a Bass Pro Shops. That's when he got out of his car, stripped off all his clothes, ran into the store, 
and then did a cannonball into the aquarium. Later, walked over and stood under a waterfall. People are inside the store absolutely stunned. Like, what's going on? Then the police show up, and he's running around. And it's this weird scene of chasing naked guy running around the store. And that's when he slips and knocks himself unconscious. Said, was he on something? Not clear. But he certainly had a breakdown. He's been booked. And that's Nimrod's In the News.